It is the morning news feed post game here on WMAY. Mike Wimacher with you till 10 a.m. We missed him last week because he was on vacation. And good thing he took a little time off because it begins again with the new Marvel movie for the first time since 2019. We're joined now by Eric Davis, managing editor Fandango.com. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing great. I'm ready for Marvel to be back in theaters. (laughs) I think we all are. But before we get to that, uh, another franchise that I'm excited about and I've talked about many times, I see John Wick 4 has started shooting. Uh, I don't know where they go with this. Is this becoming like the Fast and Furious franchise of they're just making more movies to see how much more ridiculous kills they can have? I mean, the last movie killed someone with a library book. Yeah, you know, I, I I think it's it's similar in some ways to the Fast and Furious franchise, although the Fast and Furious franchise really took giant leaps. Like, that went from very grounded movie about uh, infiltrating streetcar racing, and now they're going into space with right. the car. So, like, I, I don't necessarily think we're going to see John Wick going to space, but I don't buy part six. You never know. He could be right. in space. Um, but, you know, I... I, I, the third John Wick was actually my favorite of the three movies. I think it was the most versatile mm-hmm. in terms of the different action scenes that we got. I feel like that, those first two were just watching a lot of gunplay, and mm-hmm. that gets old after a while. It's like after he's shot 85 people, it's like, <laughs> all right, we, we get it. He's good with the gun. But, you know, John Wick 3, we had a knife fight. You know, we had uh, the Halle Berry sequence, yeah. the dogs. So as long as they keep kind of being creative with the with the um, the action sequences, and also, you know, it's an interesting world, this mythology, the assassins. Uh, so I think there's definitely room to go there. My question is, though, is currently that film and the next Mission Impossible film have the same release date? Oh, wow. Like the end of May, I think, like May 21st, oh. I want to say. So that is what my eyes are on right now. Which one of those movies moves? There's no way that both of them open up on no. the same day. Um, and so that's something that I'm I'm interested in. I, I would put my money on Mission Impossible maybe moving a little bit. Interesting. John Wick going after Ethan Hunt. I, I like that. Another film, <laughs> another film franchise, real quick, that I that I think may be the highest uh, reviewed franchise ever. We're gonna get another Paddington movie. Uh, I see that coming out in 2022. My my wife it, it loves it. It's been so well received. Uh, so kudos to them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, those Paddington movies, especially that second one, uh, is just really lovely and a beautiful movie that's good for kids. It's good for adults, and there's just a softness and you know and and a uniqueness to Paddington that people really love and i mean that film that second film i think was like rotten tomatoes highest yeah. rated movie ever right um and so you know how do you not make a third one when you get something like that so uh definitely a special film and i think uh you know i know for family content you know we're hurting a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. We we need a, another really great classic, memorable family movie. Uh, don't know if that'll be Space Jam, which comes right. out next week. <laughs> True. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's great to see Paddington three on the way. Talking with Eric Davis, managing editor, Fandango.com. Before we obviously get to Black Widow, which is the main event of this week, I can't wait to, to talk about it. But I do want to touch a little bit on what Netflix is doing currently. Last week we had Fear Street, nineteen ninety four. This week we have Fear Street 1978. It's almost like they're moving backwards to show you the origin rather than from the origin to the conclusion. 
Yeah, well, it's it, yeah, it actually kind of works. Yeah, they're going backwards and going forwards at the same time. But uh, I've actually watched all three of these films. Oh, okay. I think I'm. I think I'm only allowed to talk about the first two. I love 1994. I think it's a really great sort of, uh, especially for kids of the 90s. I am a kid of the 90s, so the music in it, the visual aesthetics in it, uh, it's got this scream kind of flavor to it a little bit, a uh, little cabin in the woodsy mm. too. So I really liked 1994. 1978 is is sort of a straight up camp slasher movie you know hmm. it's a straight up friday the 13th kind of film oh wow um so there's not a lot of sort of depth beyond uh this is a slasher but they're also revealing more of the story more of the story of this witch of this town um and so as they go back they sort of deepen the mythology of the story and then the third one Third one is the is the hardest to execute because they go back to 1666 mm -hmm. uh, to the to when this this witch was sort of a, a human being, um, and that is an interesting one to talk about. We can maybe touch yeah. on that next, next week. week, but I mean we've never seen a trilogy uh, rolled out across three weeks, so it's really cool. And anybody that's kind of following along, hopefully you're having a good time with it. Eric Davis, ManjiEditorFandango.com. All right, let, let's get to it. I, I couldn't believe when I read it last night as I'm, you know, getting ready to, to speak with you because I, I love this portion of the, of the week that the last Marvel movie we had was Spider-Man Far From Home was the last yeah. Marvel movie we saw in the theater, and it blew my mind. So the return of Marvel to the theater, and people are excited to just buy pre-sale tickets alone looking at it. Yeah, this is uh, Fandango's highest pre-seller of the year so far. It's outpacing both F9 and A Quiet Place Part Two, as well as pre-pandemic Marvel movies like Spider-Man wow. Homecoming and Doctor Strange. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely this pent-up uh, energy. People want to get back to the theaters just generally, but then they want to get back to seeing Marvel movies. We haven't gone this long between Marvel Studios movies, I want to say in over a decade, since like when they first started right. making them. There was like a there was like a lag time between I want to say the Incredible Hulk and like that first uh Thor movie or something around there, or Captain America movie. But there was like a year and a half between them. So um that I think is uh is significant. And you know Marvel movies have become such a mainstay in our lives. We're getting like three, four of them a year. Um, and they are big, significant events. Um, and so I think that this is a big moment for a lot of people. A lot of people save this to be their first movie back to theaters. That's me. After the pandemic. So, you know, this is going to be a really special experience for a lot of people, not just to see another Marvel movie, but you're always going to remember that first movie you go back to <laughs> right. after COVID, you know? And, and so this is going to be something that a lot of people remember. And so uh, I would say, if you want to see it opening weekend, go get those tickets now because it is a hot, hot item right now. Um, and, uh, and enjoy uh, so let me ask you this. Marvel, with Kevin Feige and everyone else, they they meticulously, you know, put out the releases to kind of have the story congruent together. This is a movie that's been pushed back, and we've seen some TV shows. Does it feel out of place at all in the timeline, or because it's kind of a almost prequel, it fits okay? Yeah, I mean, I will say that if you have a little bit of time before you go to see the movie, watch Captain America Civil War. Uh, this is a film that takes place between Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Um, and so, you know, the, you know, going back there kind of takes you back to where we're at in this 
where we're at in sort of MCU larger narrative. Uh, this is, uh, we pick up with a Natasha Black Widow played by Scarlett Johansson on the run uh, because at the end of Civil War, uh, the Avengers are fractured and a lot, some of them are, are locked up uh, and, and, you know, Black Widow is on the run. Uh, and so that's kind of where we pick up her story. Um, and uh, so it, it might be, might behoove you to watch Civil War um, beforehand. So this way you're going into this, okay, now I know exactly where what point in the story we are. But it will, of course, also nod to things that are upcoming. Um, and, and I think that's interesting as well. Uh, and it introduces some really great new characters, especially Florence Pugh's uh, Elena was a favorite of mine. David Harbour's Red Guardian was a favorite of mine. So hopefully was, we see them again. I was going to say, I was going to ask you about David Harbour. From the, from the previews I've seen, I always, you know, love him as Stranger Things, love him as an actor. He seems to be, I don't want to say the comic relief, but he seems to get some of the better lines in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he, he's definitely, I would even say he's the comic relief uh, okay, of okay. the film, but, but I wouldn't say that in a really silly way. Like gotcha. he is a, he's a tough character, uh, and he's got a lot of muscle behind him, uh, and he's got a bit of a tragic story to him too. And so, uh, it's a really interesting ensemble, the way that it rolls out, um, and, and they do well together. So, uh, and David Harbour, again, playing another sort of father figure, um, you know, <laughs> after we see him in Stranger Things, we actually asked him. We we did interviews from our Black Widow on uh, on Fandango and it's on, on our YouTube, and we asked him about that. Like, why do you just love playing like a dad <laughs> right. uh, to to like <laughs> with female like heroes, you know, with powers and stuff? So uh, it was just really interesting. Um, and he's a he's a really great guy. Uh, in real life too, and so he's he has some fun things to say about it, and you know he he told us that he wants his own Disney Plus series nice. uh, and to go go tell Kevin Feige that. So you know you never know where you're going to see these characters show up again next. Uh, one of them we will know where we see them uh, arrive next after you watch Black Widow. You'll know where one of them will appear hmm. next, um, and uh, and then yeah, and then it's it's just fun. And then look, Shang Chi is right around the corner. That's the next one, uh, September third. Um, this is one of, I want to say, five Marvel movies still to come out, right? We have yeah. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Eternals, and, and then, then Spider-Man Spider on wow. Halo. Yeah, we've waited a long time. We're now we're going to get a bunch at once. Last question for you. Uh, is it a fitting send-off for the, the Black Widow character we've come to know and love, played by Scarlett Johansson? I, you know, I hesitate to call it a send-off because you I never know like when, in, in comic book yeah, world, right? Yeah. When you're when you're introducing <laughs> the multiverse, uh, True. especially if you're watching Loki right now, I mean, you you know, time. What is time? What is any of this stuff? So, right. uh, I'm not going to call it a send-off, but I will say that it's a really great completion of her story, uh, okay. of her story that began in Iron Man two and Sick. ends in Black Widow, ended to a certain degree in Endgame. Um, I, I think this will complete. And you will feel like you've gotten a complete narrative of her story. Um, and I think this is her best performance of the awesome. character. It's her most versatile, uh, Scarlett Johansson, that is. And so, um, so yeah, so I think, but, you know, any any anybody can show back up uh, at some right. point. And if I was Marvel, I would be writing that, that movie for five years down the road where everybody comes back. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's going to, and it's just some crazy, crazy event, you know, yeah. you know, that's coming. Definitely. Eric Davis, Manjator, Fandango.com. Before we let you go, what else you got going on at Fandango? Obviously, a lot of Black Widow stuff. 
Yeah, a lot of Black Widow stuff. Uh, we had tickets go on sale recently for Space Jam. I want to say Escape Room Tournament Champions. Uh, a lot of smaller horror movies that are on the way as well. Keep your eyes on the Suicide Squad next week because there could be some cool stuff happening for that film if you're looking forward to that film. Uh, and and Snake Eyes as well. Snake yeah. Eyes uh, uh, tickets go on sale for that very shortly too, and that's coming on the way. So, so yeah. So, I mean, we're in it. We're in the thick of the summer here, and and all the way through now to the end of the year, we're going to be having big movies to talk about every weekend. Very cool, Eric Davis, managing editor, Fandango.com. Always a pleasure, my friend. And we'll have to compare notes next week because I got my tickets already. Going to see IMAX Black Widow this Friday. Definitely. Let me know what you think. Will do, Eric. Have a wonderful weekend. Appreciate the time, my friend. You too. Take care. All right. That is Eric Davis, managing editor, Fandango.com. Always gracious with his time. You can hear the excitement in his voice. You hear the excitement in my voice. Marvel is coming back to theater.